Do you know who I am? The woman presented a small but imperious figure against the stately elephant throne of Hastina. Krishna Dwaipayana, in his memory once again, 28, and the youngest to have ever been chosen, Vyasa of the firstborn order, nodded in reply and mumbled, Yes, mother. The woman continued, You know then how I, Satya, came to be here, the queen of this lauded line of Kuru. Terrible wrongs were done to my, to our people, Dwaipayana. All that I have lived for, all that I have ever wanted, is a chance to take back what was stolen from us. My father was the emperor of Aryavarta, the great Uparichara Vasu of Matsya, and my soul will not know peace until my children and their children sit on the imperial throne once again. Dwaipayana willed the image of his younger self not to speak, and, if he did, to say anything but the words that had defined his life. But there was nothing he could do. The wheel of time had long since turned, and Dwaipayana, now old, frail, and almost forgotten, could not undo what had already been done. The words that escaped his lips bound him inextricably to the cause of his stepbrothers the each and every Kaurava. Mother, I promise you now, so it shall be. Your line shall rule all of Aryavarta. I shall see this done. Her eyes remained on him as he felt himself sliding into an endless pit of darkness. When finally he stopped falling, he was in another time, another place. Dwaipayana entered a room where his mother, old and spent, lay dying. He kneeled by her bedside and took her frail hand in his. She opened her eyes at his touch. They were as clear and keen as the day he had first seen her on the throne. Again, she wasted no time on affection. Do you know who I am? She asked him. Dwaipayana lived again the capricious emotions, the surprise, the sympathy. As he wondered, whether her age-addled mind was merely reenacting their first meeting. Mother? He ventured. Satya laughed, soundless, her shriveled body shaking with the effort. You don't, neither did your father. Dwaipayana longed to shut out the words he knew came next. But they echoed loud and unearthly in his mind. No! He cried and fell to his knees. No, it cannot be. As his mind swirled with disbelief, he heard Satya speaking again, her voice the feeble and hoarse rasp of an old dying woman. And that is the truth, the truth that you have been blind to. But now you have no choice. Don't forget your promise to me, my son. Your blood, my blood, must sit on the imperial throne once again. You must not go back on your word, Vyasa of the firstborn. I won't, Dwaipayana spat out. Satya laughed again, her eyes fiery even as her spirit dimmed. This is my revenge. 
she declared. And it won't end quite as soon as you think. The old queen closed her eyes and sighed, a smile curving the corners of her mouth. Dwaipayana watched as life seeped out of her and she died, as though settling into a content sleep at the end of a long, tiring day. Lightning cracked across the sky, the searing white flash lighting up the darkness outside the warm, oil-lamp-lit hut. Dwaipayana sat up in his bed as the rumble of thunder shook the very core of the earth. A dream. A dream that was a cruel memory. A reminder of his near failure as Vyasa of the firstborn.